Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science, and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness, and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24-7, and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck, and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Hello, darlings, and welcome to episode 37 of the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast. I hope you are all getting through the crazy Christmas rush. I feel like Christmas has definitely crept up on us super quickly. Um, This was meant to actually be the last episode of the year. However, I've decided to split the last episode into two. This episode, so the first episode being all about reflecting on our experience in 2020 and the second part looking at goal setting for 2021. I am a big fan of Susanna Conway and actually a beautiful friend introduced me to her work. She's a teacher, she's an author and a photographer, and she's actually really big on reflecting through the sort of last 12 months and recording the feelings and experiences and events that we've had in order to move forward and then plan 2021. Because I think we get to the end of the year and we're always in such a rush to look ahead when really we haven't looked at what the past year has been like and what we've learned about ourselves, about other people. And this is why I think reflection is so important because it actually helps us appreciate things a little bit more. It helps us slow down and it actually shows the growth and the progress that we've made over the last year. And I know that many of us probably don't feel like we have done a lot, but I think everyone has learned something from this year. And it would be a shame if we haven't to get to the not necessarily the end because it's not the end of COVID, but getting to the end of the year and not seeing that we have actually come so far. So you will need a pen and paper for this episode. So if you're driving, you may need to re-listen to this again. But I want to share some of my experiences during this year with you. And obviously, a lot of these reflection prompts are the work of Susanna Conway. So I just really need to mention that. I think she's amazing. And I thought, let's reflect on this past year. I will share some of my reflections and you can go through your life and your journey over the last 12 months and work out what progress and what growth you have done. So the first thing that I want you to think about is what is the one word that helped guide you through the last 12 months? For me, I think it was flexibility and definitely within my Pilates work, you guys know that I do loads of different things, but um, with Pilates, 
things changed quite a bit. We literally went from face-to-face training to online super quick. My boss was just amazing. She literally got us up and running really quickly. And I really had to, I guess, manage myself a little bit differently. And the way I was teaching obviously had to be slightly different. So being flexible, I think, around that definitely helped me get through that aspect of work. Then the next thing I want you to think about is what did you embrace in 2020? So for me, I think it has been the working from home as hard as it has been at times, because, you know, usually if you're in person with a particular person and you ask a question, it's a five minute conversation. But then usually now you have to go through like five different emails before you get your answer. Um, And I think I really embraced and enjoyed being at home with my husband and the dogs and the fact that I had extra time to do the things that I wanted to do. So the next thing that I want you to think about is what did you let go of in 2020? I think for me, and I think this has been the case for a lot of people, is letting go of control. So we now have officially rescheduled our honeymoon again and changed it. So initially we had this amazing trip booked to Europe. Um, We were going to go to Italy, Greece, Spain, Poland, Monaco, UK. When things started going a bit pear-shaped in Italy, we sort of my husband and I spoke about it and we thought, you know what, we'll bypass Italy and we'll just go somewhere else because we're going to do a big road trip. And then obviously all the countries that we were going to had, you know, really large numbers of case of COVID cases. And we obviously had to cancel our trip. Once we, I guess, came out of stage four lockdown in Melbourne, We then decided that we were going to do a road trip to New South Wales and then end up in the Gold Coast. And given what's happened in the last week in New South Wales, we've had to scrap that plan and we've had to cancel everything and rebook everything again. And so now we, for the third time, we've got a really good plan. Hopefully things go to plan. Um, But I guess letting go of that control and surrendering and just trusting that what is happening is going to be okay. Um, So that's definitely something I had to let go of in 2020, um, that control. And then what has changed you in 2020? What did you discover about yourself during the last 12 months? I think For me, I discovered that I can definitely live without some things that I thought I needed in life. So there was loads of things that I got rid of um, during lockdown. What I'm talking about is more materialistic things. There was loads of things that I was like, I don't actually need this. When I took a step back and thought about it, I didn't need it. So what are you most grateful for in 2020? Because the start of 2020 was fine. It was just the later stages of 2020 that were a bit of a debacle. For me, I think the thing that I'm most grateful for is the beautiful relationships that got me through 2020. I think a lot of my close friendships, um, my relationship with my husband, 
definitely deepened and I think that's really important because it's during these difficult times that we have that we really find who are our who our people are and who we can really rely on when things go a bit pear shape. So then what was the best day in 2020 and what happened on that day for you? So for me, uh, getting a little bit emotional here was definitely my wedding day. I by far am forever grateful that we got our day. We got to share it with our family and friends. We had literally the perfect day. I can't even explain it. And my heart goes out to all those couples I've got it together now (laughs) to all those couples that have had to reschedule their wedding day for like the third time. Planning a wedding is stressful enough without having to do everything like three times, rescheduling venues, rescheduling everything else um, that comes into a wedding. And I know because I've planned it, so I know how much work goes into it. Okay, got it together now. So what was the worst day of 2020 and what did you learn from it? I think that's really important. We need to learn from our difficulties, as difficult as they can be at the time, we need to learn to, I guess, learn from them. Where did you practice courage in 2020? Um, For me, I think it was releasing the journal. I always, well, I guess every time I create something or I release something, I get this feeling of nervousness, perfecting things, which I think all of us do. And I probably felt like this with the podcast as well when I first released it. It's all about thinking how, you know, you can make something better, how you can change it. And I guess eventually with the journal, I had to get to a point where I just had to release it because I was sort of going back and forth, changing things. And it just got to a stage where I just needed to let it go a little bit more. And if you don't follow my journal Instagram, which is at the Stressless Journal, you will know because you would have seen my story and I've shared how the journal came to life and how I literally at the start didn't know how I was going to do it, but I knew I had to do it. So I definitely practiced courage when it came to producing it and releasing it and really using it as a tool to help other people deal with stress, which was something I definitely couldn't manage in my 20s. So then what helped get you through 2020? For me, it was definitely my family, my amazing husband, And I have to be honest, it was exercise. That was the one thing that definitely got me through because that's all we could really do. And Zoom definitely, um, I guess, got a workout. Um, How did you then take care of yourself physically, mentally and emotionally? I think for me, physically, I definitely changed my routine quite a bit and it was needed because I've always been very cardio fit um, and I did a lot of cardio and I did a lot of Pilates always, but because, you know, we gyms were closed, particularly in Melbourne, gyms were closed for a really long time. We really had to change how we were doing things. So I actually started doing a lot more weights and then I would do a run. Um, Obviously I did mat Pilates instead of reformer. Um, But I think physically really, um, 
you know, COVID changed my routine quite a bit. And at the moment, I am feeling so, so strong. I literally don't feel like I've ever been so strong. I started off with like probably two kilo dumbbells and now I've got six kilos in each hand. So, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And it's definitely taught me to, you know, change things up a little bit more. I think we get stuck in sometimes doing things the same. And if COVID hadn't happened, I probably would have just kept you know, keeping the same exercise routine that I was prior to COVID. But for me, it definitely changed that quite a bit. So then what have you missed and what haven't you missed during the last 12 months? Um, For me, I think I've really missed hugging. (laughs) I know that sounds strange. I'm I'm such a big hugger. Um, What has then been unimportant to you as well? And how have your priorities changed? I think work in general for everyone has changed quite a bit. And I think a lot of people have realized that work isn't everything. And it's all about your health, really. It's about your mental health. It's about your emotional health and your physical health. And finding balance as well, finding that work-life balance, which I think a lot of us didn't have prior to COVID. And a lot of you know that I left radiotherapy at the end of 2019 and I left because I wanted to create that balance for myself and I was super, super clear on how I wanted my life to look like, um, where I wanted my career to progress, where I saw my business um, moving, going forwards. And I think a lot of people have done the same. They've sort of been forced to take a step back and I guess assess their work situation and have realized that they need more balance in their life or they're maybe not necessarily happy doing what they were doing prior to COVID happening. How have your relationships changed? Like I said before, I feel like a lot of my relationships are stronger. I definitely know who, what I call, are my people and who I can definitely rely on. And that connection has definitely gotten me through 2020. And so then how has your work life changed? So for me, I think I've I really needed to pivot in all of my work life. Um, as I mentioned before, you guys know that I do a lot of things. So I really had to pivot within my business. I had to pivot within my Pilates. I had to pivot within my part-time job. And because I was doing a lot of it online, I sort of lost a lot of those boundaries that I had prior to COVID. I felt like, you know, I did my business from home. I did my part-time job in the location where I, you know, do that particular role. Pilates, I was obviously going to the studio and teaching Pilates there and everyone, sorry, everything sort of became a bundle in a sense. And so I definitely learned a lot more about myself as a result because now I know how I operate when things change and also I guess I learned how to put new boundaries in place in order to maintain that sort of work-life balance and and maintain some normality um, if there even was such a thing and so then 
the last thing that I want you to think of, or one of the last things that I want you to think of is what were the gifts of 2020? So for me, definitely the wedding. Um, And for those of you that maybe haven't listened to the earlier episodes, I got married in Feb 2020 on the 22nd of Feb. And we were so lucky because no one was even talking about COVID on our wedding day, which meant the wedding day was really about our love and our friendships and our family. And I can see that being a gift now because I remember talking to our photographer a couple of weeks after the wedding. And he said that two weeks after we got married, everyone was talking about it. So it was just so lovely to be able to celebrate our love without, I guess, discussing COVID. Um, The other gift for me is spending extra time with our dogs and obviously spending extra time with my husband. It's definitely been a, a guess, sort of different start to married life, but we are so lucky. We get along really well um, and we are just so grateful for the time. I think we're going to look back and actually appreciate the time that we got to spend together. We could, you know, have lunch together, take the dogs for a walk while we were working from home. Um, The journal, the stressless journal was definitely a gift. I had this vision of creating this pink journal. I didn't quite know what was going to be in it. Um, And it obviously took me a little bit of time to put it together. By little time, I mean nearly a year. Um, But I see that journal as a gift and my gift to be able to share with other women who may really be struggling with managing their stress because a lot of what's in the journal is the different tools that you can not only manage your stress, but see stress in a different light and also help create a little bit more balance in your life. And then the other gift was obviously the relationships, my friendships, um, my relationships with my family. I am so, so lucky um, to have those. And most particularly, I am really, really lucky to have the relationship that I have with my husband. Um, And then the last thing is obviously the continued podcast, which I'm obviously recording one now, but I have been so happy that the podcast has made it into the charts all around the world, which has been really, really rewarding because sometimes I think when you start these things, you just don't know. You don't know whether people are going to listen. You don't know um, how many people are going to listen. So I'm super, super proud of how far the podcast has come. It has been just over a year of podcasting and I plan to continue the podcast, obviously, in 2021. So I hope this has given you some things to think about and reflect on during 2020. The next episode will obviously be all about goal setting. So we'll be moving past the reflection and really focusing on um, what goals you want to set for yourself in different aspects of your life. But I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to share your reflections and feel called to, please do so. And remember, Remember, life is for living, not stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at knowingherwellness. 
See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to be Stressed.